Alright, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks. Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts. Like always. I did say I was gonna do my WWE The Horror Show Extreme Rules review. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. So here we go. So I wanna let you guys know I don't watch the pre-show. I know it was like after an hour I did my episode yesterday. It was an hour later they announced Kevin Owens versus Murphy for the pre-show. I just wanna let you guys know I didn't see the matches. I never watched the pre-show. It's not because of this show or anything, no. That's every time. I don't watch the pre-show at all. So Kevin Owens beat Murphy. I feel like they should have given the win to Murphy, in my opinion. But what are you going to do? I feel like it would be nice to see him get a nice push for a little while. But I guess I'm not going to see that anytime soon. It is kind of stupid that that kind of match was on the pre-show, when you think of it. Because I heard that the match was... People said it was good. But, you know, like I said, I don't watch the pre-shows, so what are you going to do? But let's get to the main show. First match is the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura. And it was a really good opening match to start the show. It seriously was. You know, and um, Cesaro and Nakamura won, so I was happy I was right about that. I really went on a limb. Going with uh, <clears throat> Cesaro and Nakamura. I really didn't think they were going to win it first. I'm thinking, nah, they're not going to give them the titles. They won't do that. I was pretty shocked. I was really shocked when they gave them the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And now Cesaro is a seven-time Tag Team Champion. You know, he's a Tag Team Champion with Tyson Kidd, Sheamus, and now Nakamura. And now Lady Luck is really on Nakamura's side at Extreme Rules. Because now three straight extreme rules that he's been at, he's won championships. The United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, and now the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So what will happen next year? Hopefully it's not the Raw Tag Team Championships. Let's hope it's the WWE or the WWE WWE Championship or the WWE Universal Championship. You know, time will tell. But um, overall, great match to start the show. It was a good opening match, you know, especially the spot at the end when Cesaro put Kofi put... When he put Kofi through both tables to end the match right there. That was a really good spot to end the match. It was good. And like I said, Biggie and Cesaro, they have great connections in the ring. It's, you know, they're both very underrated. Should be world champions, to be honest. Or at least have a couple of world championships under their belt. But maybe soon, they have to hope. But um, great match. Start the show. Really enjoyed it. So then we get to our second match. There's a lot to talk about here with uh, Bailey and Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, well, so Bailey retained Stanley because she had to cheat because <clears throat> Sasha was distracting the referee and she threw in her her uh, boss thing that she has on her on her knuckles. And then Bailey hit Nikki Cross with it, pinned her one, two, three, and of course Bailey cheats to win. It's like. How many times is Bailey going to cheat? I understand that she's a heel. I understand that. She's supposed to do bad things in the ring. I understand that. But why do you have to cheat every single match? Like, why? Why does she have to be booked to be a cheater every single time? I mean, I mean, seriously. It's like her character right now is just cringe. It's not good. Neither is Sasha. Sasha was a better heel in NXT. Now, that's a fucking heel right there. Because she was nasty... That's the type of heel I want to see Sasha be. And kind of like when she turned heel uh, last year when she came back and attacked Natalia. 
that's how I want to see Sasha Banks as a nasty heel, not a cringy type of heel. You know what I mean? Like, because you know, it's just when you're a cringy kind of heel, it's just it's dumb. Same with Bailey too. I mean, I mean, I can't really see her being nasty at all, but <coughs> turn turning her heel was like one of the worst things that they did. To be honest, I mean, she didn't have to do like you know the whole the whole gimmick anymore. She could have changed it up. She could have still been a good guy. She's just just her as a bad guy is just dumb. She's so cringy. It's, it's so bad. It's like who the fuck writes this shit? Seriously. It's like she's always getting booked to cheat. I understand that she's gonna do heel heelish uh, tactics. I understand that, but it's every time. I mean, come on. There are some people that are heels right now. They don't cheat every time to win. It's so stupid. It is so fucking stupid. She's such a bad champion. I mean, ever since she's been on the main roster, she kind of has been cringe. Even as like when she was a good guy, she's always been like cringy. To be honest, you know what I mean? Like, she's never been like to me like really entertaining. As you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. It's just crazy. It's just, I, I don't get it. I mean, uh, I just, I, I really don't understand it, to be honest. It's just, it's just stupid. I really wish that she would just, you know, uh, I, I really don't know. I, I really don't know. I really wanted Nikki Cross to win. It really is a shame. You know, after they were hyping her up, you know, with her saying, Oh, how come I left all my friends? Well, not, not how come, but, like, I left all my friends in Scotland, my friends and family, and then went out, what, they're just watching me lose? You have to think, well, maybe she's actually going to win. And she was doing really good in this match, Nikki Cross. She is incredibly talented. Incredibly talented. She's really good in the ring. She's a great character, too. You know, she can be cringy sometimes, but she's really funny. She's a really good character. I kind of want to see her be like the old Nikki Cross, which we kind of see, which we kind of saw throughout the match. I kind of want to see her like as the old Nikki Cross from Sanity, where she was going full on crazy. You know, I'm not saying she has to be a heel, but have her go full on crazy, go crazy on everybody. But you know, what are you going to do? It's a shame. It's a shame. I really don't know what they see in Bailey. I understand she's drawing a lot of heat. A lot of people don't like her. I understand that. But it's like, what? it's just, she's not, she's just not good. She's not a good heel. Where, you know, she's just really cringy. The whole ding-dong of hello. Like, that's so stupid. It's not even funny. I'm just fucking laughing at the cringe. It's like, oh my god, this is so bad. Well, like, who the hell writes this? Like, seriously, do they think this, do they think this is funny? It's not. It's not good. It's not good shit. It's bad shit. <sighs> but I feel bad for Nikki. I really thought this was going to be her time. And the funny thing is, this back-to-back Extreme Rules, she's lost to Bailey because last year, her and Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss were in a two-on-one handicap match against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and Bailey wound up beating both of them. That's before Bailey turned heel a couple months later, so she was the face at the time. And you know what are you gonna do? I feel bad for Nikki. I felt like it was her opportunity right here, but they just maybe they don't see anything in her. 
Maybe they don't see her as like a as a good champion. I mean, I don't know. I think she could be an amazing champion in WWE. But sadly, they don't want to do it. It seems. I just I don't get why. Maybe she has heat backstage. I mean, she doesn't seem like the type of person that would have heat backstage. But you know, what are you gonna do? It's really a shame. I hope that she gets a chance eventually, but it's kind of like Lacey Evans. Like, all the times that she was losing. It's like, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. It's like, it's like with Lacey Evans, like I'm trying to say, like, um, how she's had plenty of opportunities and she's lost in every single one of them. So eventually you're going to stop believing in that character and be like, okay, yeah, she's not going to win. That's what they're going to do the same thing with Nikki Cross. Not a lot of people think she's going to win now. They're not going to... They're going to stop supporting her. Like, a lot of people stop like, supporting Lacey Evans, in a way. Like, I really want to see Lacey Evans become a champion. But that never happened. It never came to fruition. You know, what are you going to do? It, it just seems like they're doing the same thing with Nikki Cross. But now, getting away from this match now... We get to... It was supposed to be MVP versus Apollo Crews... For the United States Championship, but Apollo Crews wasn't there because they said on the broadcast that he failed a physical test because, you know, Bobby Lashley attacked him last month and put him in the full Nelson. But there are rumors going around that Apollo tested positive for COVID. So, if that is true, I hope Apollo Crews has a speedy recovery and hope to see him soon. If that's the case, let's hope it's not. Let's just, let's just hope it's not. Let's hope it's just a rumor and that he doesn't have COVID, but please... Apollo's been having a great run as United States champion. I'm really starting to love his character a lot more. Let's let's just hope, let's just hope that he doesn't have COVID. Let's hope it's all a storyline right here that he couldn't be there. Let's just hope that he's okay. So MVP's now declaring himself the United States champion because, well, he was declared a forfeit. So I guess you could say he's the new United States champion. We'll have to find out tonight what happens, but... That's what it seems like. They're probably going to do, like, a celebration for him tonight. They probably will. I mean, his character, he's great. Like I said, he should just be a manager at MVP instead of wrestling. It's just, it's whatever. I would have rather seen Lashley. Him just give Lashley the championship. Say, you know what? I don't want it. Here you go, Lashley. You can have it. Lashley deserves a more than MVP, to be honest. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. It's like, his character MVP is amazing. Like, seriously, when he gets on the mic, he's a great talker. You know, he should just stick as a manager. He's been, he was a great wrestler in the past. Don't get me wrong. Just, you know, now he's like, he is much older. It's just, uh, he's just not the same old guy in the ring. He's just not. I just feel like he'd be better off as, like, you know, sticking as a manager. Just in my opinion. But he's a new, he's a new United States champion. So, let's see how that turns out tonight. And then we get to, well, now we get to the uh, eye for an eye match. A match that I really enjoyed between Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. I seriously enjoyed this match. There really wasn't any CGI effects that they were talking about. I was like, there wasn't any, to be honest. I don't think I saw any, like, CGI effects. It was like, there wasn't much. I mean, I don't think there was any, to be honest. But it was it was a good match. Seriously, I actually enjoyed this match. You know, Seth and Rey, I knew they were going to put on a good match. It was just a stupid stipulation when you think of it. But it was entertaining. Like, seriously, I really was in, I was really entertained by this match. You know, Rey Mysterio, at his older age, we know he can still go. We know Seth Rollins is 
like a top three wrestler in the WWE. Like I put number one, I put AJ. Number two, I would put Drew. And I'm, actually, no, no, number two, I gotta put Seth. I, I put I put Seth number two, and Drew would be number three, because I would say Seth is better than he's better than Drew. So, so yeah. Now, Seth Rollins is the second best wrestler in the WWE. Like, you know he's gonna put on a big time match. He always does. He always finds a way to do it. He just always finds a way. And it was a brutal match. And we were seeing some really, like, nasty spots throughout this match. Rey Mysterio called him a son of a bitch not once but twice. It's like, whoa. Like, I never heard Rey, like, swear at all. <laughs> like, other than uh, back in 2005 with Eddie Guerrero when he, they did the whole custody of Dominic thing and he called Eddie Guerrero a chicken shit. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's, like, the only other time I ever heard, like, Rey, like, swear. Like, that's the only other time. The rest of peace to Eddie, by the way. You know, we all miss him. Just imagine you see all, you would see Dominic all growing up right now. Just imagine that. That would have been something. But, um, so Seth Rollins did win. It it, it was kind of weird. Like, he was doing, he was going to set up for the curb stomp, and then, like, he stepped back, and the eye was apparently out. We didn't see it. And obviously, of course, Rivers doing it lose his eye, you know, of course. But they didn't show it, which was kind of weird. They couldn't even, like, do, like, a fake eye. They didn't even, like, they didn't even show it. It was kind of weird. So it's like, okay, and we saw Seth Rollins throw up after the match. It was, like, that was disgusting. But it was good. It definitely built into the story right there. It was like, wow, that was actually really good. Even I almost got sick after seeing Seth Rollins throw up. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was something. I really enjoyed it. And now we get to Sasha Banks versus Oscar for the Royal Women's Championship. And like I said, this was going to be the match of the night. And it definitely... I think it definitely was match of the night. It just had a stupid fucking ending. That I, I'm sure a lot of people like me don't understand. But these two, like I said, every time they go out in the ring, they always put on a good match. Always. But what a terrible ending. It's like, I'm trying to like uh, recap, okay... So, like, towards the end of the match, like, Bailey was, like, trying to interfere and, you know, all that bullshit, the cheating bullshit. <sighs> you know, she gave a Bailey to Bailey to Kyrie Sane outside the ring. And then, Oscar, uh, not Oscar, we'll get to her in a second. Sasha Banks grabbed one of the SmackDown. Oh, no, sorry, I keep calling SmackDown. Jesus, the women, one of the women's tag team championships. And look, she was going to hit Oscar with it. The referee was trying to take it away from her. And then Asuka had the green mist in her mouth, and then boom, she spat it accidentally in the ref's face. And I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to get a bullshit ending. Something stupid's going to happen here. <sighs> I just felt it right away. The referee was down in the ring, and then Bailey took the ref's shirt, and she put it on herself. And then Sasha Banks pinned Asuka one, two, three. And this was the most dumbest ending to a wrestling match I've ever seen. I know there's been a lot of dumb endings but this one was fucking terrible. I don't know who the hell booked this bullshit. It was fucking horrible. That a great match between Sasha Banks and Oscar got ruined with that kind of with that kind of booking. Is Bruce Pitchard really like, does he really think this is good shit? Because he's the one that's writing this mostly. I mean, come on. Like, Cause you know he's doing both Raw and SmackDown now. It's like really, if this was Paul Heyman still doing the Raw part, that shit would not have happened. 
I don't even think Paul Heyman would want Bailey on the show because he would say, you're not a Raw superstar. You're on SmackDown. doesn't matter if you're the tag team champions. He would say, no, you're on SmackDown. So stay on SmackDown. <laughs> or some shit like that, you know? Or don't get involved in my match because this is my product right here of Raw. But whatever. It was so bad, that ending. It was one of the worst endings in wrestling I've ever seen. I'm being so honest. I know there's been a lot of bad endings, but that one was terrible. It was like, are you kidding me? And there was a lot of people that were mad, equally as mad as I was. They're like, what the hell was that? I mean, WCW had a, like a lot of bad finishes to a match. Oh my goodness, I don't even know. <sighs> I'm sure even their bad finishes aren't as bad as that one. I mean, come on. Like, are you kidding me? Bailey's not even official. She's put on the ref shirt. Like, oh, yeah, Sasha wins. It's like, what? Well, we know she's not a referee. So what the fuck are they doing? They ring the bell. It's like, what? It's like so stupid. So I guess for now you can say Sasha is the Royal Women's Champion. I hope it doesn't count because then if it counts, that's so stupid. That's why I agree people are saying, like, we need authority figures around, like, Stephanie McMahon or Triple H. Like on TV, or Shane McMahon, bring him back. You know, that's what they they should do. I hope Shane's still, like, with the company. Because remember when, like, he left in 2009, he left, like, quietly. Like, nobody even knew, like, he left. It was, like, a quiet, like, leave. I hope he does come back eventually. As a good guy. Because as a bad guy, he was getting annoying. He was just getting stupid. But it was a terrible ending to a really good wrestling match. Like, seriously. But what are you going to do? We'll see what happens on Raw tonight. Let's just hope that they give Oscar back the Raw Women's Championship. Let's hope they don't say it's official. Because if it's official, then it's like... Then it's like, really? Let's hope we see, like, someone come back tonight. Maybe, like, Shane McMahon or Stephanie and say, Oh, that's unofficial. Like, bring back a Raw GM and a SmackDown GM. Bring back competition for Raw and SmackDown. That's how it should be. That's how it was back in the past. Raw and SmackDown were legit competing with each other. Let's see who gets better ratings. That's how it should be now. No, like, random people showing up on people's shows. No. You're on your show, and you're on your show. That's it. That's how it should be. But they won't do it that way. You know, it, it just sucks. There's no more competition like that. Like, in the Ruthless Aggression era, there was so much competition between both shows. Sadly, there's not anymore. What are you going to do? But now we get to the WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. I was very happy that Drew McIntyre retained. Because, oh my goodness, because with Dolph Ziggler getting a title shot in 2020, and he's done absolutely nothing to deserve a title shot, he just got traded to roll with Robert Roode. Robert Roode didn't show up at all, so that's, you know, that's a good thing. It's like, why does he just automatically get a title shot? He did nothing to earn it. He didn't beat anybody to earn it like he could have done a number one contenders match or something like that and just could have done that easily it's not that hard it's kind of like Lashley too when when he got the title shot same with Rollins too none of these none of Drew McIntyre's competitors earned a title match they didn't earn it like seriously nobody's earned it like, Seth Rollins didn't earn his title shot. He lost to Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley, I mean, the best thing he did was beat R-Truth and Money in the Bank. Does that just automatically earn you a title shot? And Dolph Ziggler has done absolutely nothing to earn a title shot. Nothing. Other than having that stupid storyline with Otis. 
But you know, before the match, Ziggler finally gave the stipulation saying it was an extreme rules match, but for him. So like Drew McIntyre couldn't use weapons and he would actually get counted out or disqualified. It's like, oh my god. Like I want to see Drew go like crazy with weapons in this match, but sadly he didn't. But it was actually a really good match. I said it was going to be. And it delivered. It seriously did, especially at the end right there, and we'll actually we'll get to the end in a second. Like, and believe me, at some parts of the match, I thought Ziggler was going to actually win the title. I was like, oh no. I was like literally pacing around my living room, back and forth, and back and forth, like standing up for this match, like saying, please don't give the title to Dolph. This was like 20, if this was like 2013 or 2014, I'd be hyped. I'd say, yeah, give it to Dolph. But it's too late. Like, no, like, don't do it now. Like, I'm like literally pacing around, like, please don't let them do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. But the end when uh, Dolph Ziggler was going for the super kick, McIntyre kicked right over them. Boom! Hit him with that claymore. That was a beautiful claymore. Beautiful. And I pinned him one, two, three. And retained the WWE Championship. I'm like, the reign of McIntyre continues. Dolph Ziggler, go fuck yourself. You're done. Goodbye. And now McIntyre moves on to bigger things. And the rumor is he's going to face Randy Orton at SummerSlam. So if that's true... Then, okay, sign me up, like I said. I'm down for it. I just hope they don't give Orton the title. I, mean, I would just hope they don't. That's just my opinion. I hope they don't give Orton the title if they do that match. But it is a big-time match for SummerSlam, so we'll see what happens. And now we get to our main event. Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in the Swamp Fight. And you know, I love cinematic wrestling. I think I mentioned that. I think I mentioned that before. I think I um, mentioned that uh, yesterday that I love cinematic wrestling and this was really cinematic and it was really good seeing Braun Strowman go back to the swamp right there being like back at home and seeing like an old version of him hit him with a shovel and then he got all chained up and he was in the room right there with Bray Wyatt and he bit him with a snake but even before that he was talking to him saying we can rule the world right here, we can be on top of the world, and it's like, you just gotta love Bray Wyatt, if you hate Bray Wyatt, then you just, just, you need to stop watching wrestling, because Bray Wyatt is like the best, one of the best characters in the world, it's amazing, this guy is a genius, when he's done with wrestling, officially like wrestling, he should be like a backstage kind of guy, because he is a genius, he's a brilliant mind, whatever company in the future, he should go work for as like a backstage kind of guy, like with ideas like creative that's what he should do because he's amazing and we got to see like Alexa Bliss and Sister Abigail like a version of Sister Abigail being Alexa Bliss I was like oh I never thought I would see that though to be honest I didn't see her as like Sister Abigail or like that version or whatever but if you turn Alexa heel she definitely could be that was that was pretty cool I'm not gonna lie not gonna lie, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, then we saw, like, towards the end, like, you know, Bray get thrown into the swamp, and then Strowman was in the swamp, and I was like, oh my god, like, these two were actually fighting in the swamp. I'm like, oh my god, with, with COVID and everything, I'm like, that war's gotta be fucking dirty. I'm like, ugh, you gotta be sick after that. It's like so many probably diseases in that water. I'm like, ugh, that's disgusting, but... 
at the end right there, we saw the water turn red, and I was like, oh, we know who's coming out of the water now, and it was The Fiend. The Fiend, after three long months, after beating John Cena at WrestleMania, is finally, finally back. It's about damn time, and now we're going to get The Fiend versus Braun Strowman at SummerSlam, most likely. Sign me up. I'm all ready for it to see The Fiend win back the Universal Championship. It just has to happen. Because now they're even, because Strowman won... And Money in the Bank. So you could say Bray Wyatt. He won last night. So now it's time for The Fiend. To win back the Universal Championship. So here we go now. Let's just see what happens. Because overall I thought this was a, a good show. It's had two bad endings. Two matches. But overall. It was a good show. And I gotta say I really enjoyed it. And I love cinematic wrestling. That was a good way to end the show. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it is a shame, though, that SummerSlam is going to be at the Performance Center. It's like, it's like, damn, we have to hope, because the next, the next uh, big pay-per-view after SummerSlam is going to be Survivor Series. So will Survivor Series be at the Performance Center? Because I can actually check where Survivor Series is supposed to be, because SummerSlam was supposed to be in Boston this year, so that's not happening. I can actually check when Survivor Series, or where it's going to be this year. Let me actually take a quick look before I end this episode. Okay. It's supposed to be in... Oh, no. It does say Orlando. Right now. It says at the Performance Center in Orlando. But it's supposed to be in... in Dallas. It was supposed to be in Dallas, but now with the whole COVID thing still, it might not be in Dallas because right now it does say it's going to be at... Like, the Performance Center, most likely. It's like... Uh, it's like, really... It really does suck to see this. It seriously does. Like, let's see. Right now, it says Orlando, Florida Performance Center. So now it's not going to be in Dallas. So that's what it seems like it's going to be. It really is a shame, but... Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon with my Monday Night Raw review. I hope you guys enjoyed the Horror Show Extreme Rules. And I hope you guys, once again, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.